This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle. If you're breathing, you're qualified. But that's not entirely a strict policy. This is Funny People Talking. Hey, I'm Ika Kenya, and I'm the tattooed Oprah, a content creator and a comedy writer. And right now, I'd rather be skins alive and rolled around in salt than to be listening to funny people talking. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of, wait for it, funny people talking. That's right. That's us. That's funny people talking. Is that where we are today? No. Oh. Yes. Oh, I don't good. Know. Well, oh, good. We, I'm so glad I walked into the right studio. <laughs> so far, we know we're people and talking in the funny part. We'll see. We'll see. Exactly. Hi. This is my co-host. I, I, well, let me, I'll start with me. I'm Mark Rako, and also with me, my incredible co-host, Danielle Beckman. Hi, I'm Danielle. I already spoke. I ruined the surprise. But I'm really glad I'm in the right spot. It's very possible if we had a new listener, they could be listening and go, who's that lady? I got to know. I got to know. I have no idea. And then now I've revealed it. Voila. <laughs> we're back to the French. We're so funny. Hey, we're funny people talking. We are. And do you know who else we have in the studio, Mark? You should tell everyone. I'm going to. I know. I'm going to. Of course, it's our producer, Elsie. Hello, Elsie. Hi. How's Elsie today? I'm okay. Yeah? Mm. Good. Any news about your cat? No. Okay. And uh, we also have a small peanut gallery, a tiny, tiny little audience of one <laughs> in the studio, which strangely equals the actual audience we have out there in the world no i'm kidding but uh but i I know but uh let's hear it from our peanut gallery of one (laughs) (laughs) i'm serious that's true but uh but it's because it's the friend a friend i shouldn't assume the friend a friend of our uh incredible guest today uh you should get excited because this is going to be a really really fun show uh in part because of our guest who is a comedy writer and content creator who refers to herself (laughs) get this danielle what as the tattooed oprah well i see she has tattoos i want to know why yep the Oprah thing. We that will, is such a cool I know. Like, we will name. discuss that. I'm hoping and it I, catches on, too. And, and what, I, and what I, I can't wait to find out is when Oprah discovers this and, and recognizes <laughs> it and either puts the kibosh on you or invites yeah. you to her house. Either is possible. And, uh, and, and so we've got a really great show ahead of us. Uh, we are going to play a brand new improv game that we've never played before. Oh Not my just gosh. on this show, but even on our old show. I'm on the edge of my seat. I can't wait. Uh, and uh, we are also going to talk about a few things that are wrong with the world, uh, as usual. As per usual. And uh, uh, we'll uh, look a little bit into Danielle's world, as we should. Uh, plus lots more. And, of course, end of show food, thanks to Miss Elsie. Or do you prefer Ms. Elsie? Just Elsie. <laughs> yeah, don't don't get any prefixes going I don't know. I thought she might like a prefix. I tried it the first time we met. Sorry. Did anyway, you? she's staring at me. I don't remember that. Me. Really? I did. Okay. Oh, okay. So uh, we're going to get on with this show. But first, I do have a question. Oh, yes, Mark. I, I saw you carrying in to the studio both a Coke and a Pepsi. And I'm curious about this because it it seems to me that either you're really thirsty or you haven't made up your mind. Mm-hmm. 
any thoughts on that you can share on why I've this, you know, why? Well, I guess the cat's out of the bag. Okay. I'm in a focus group. Not yet, because you haven't told us. No, I well, now I have to tell everyone. Okay. I'm in like this private focus group. <laughs> a focus group of yes, one. Yes, for no, for taste testing Pepsi or Coke, <laughs> and I have to give my feedback. Okay. So I was doing my final taste testing on the way here that's what you saw really you were like wow danielle is just conflicting brands I know. what did she want <laughs> and i made my decision did you yeah what was that I'm, you're switching I am, it up i'm not allowed to say i know i'm a lacroix girl sorry lacroix oh, is that how we pronounce it i don't even know lacroix lacroix <laughs> that's the seltzer or whatever right it is, yes. Yeah. But I'm actually I'm not allowed to say about the Pepsi or Coke. But um that, okay. but but that's why. Have you ever had Jolt Cola? Is that from the eighties? I, I don't know if it, it may go <laughs> first of all, F you and say No no no. I feel like it's an eighties thing. Like wasn't there be. like a well, lightning bolt? You know I'm from Rochester, New York. It was <gasps> yes. invented in Rochester and it's it is like it's like a soda with like the maximum amount of possible caffeine that you could have with like a soda. Yes, I've heard of this. <clears throat> have you oh heard God. of this? I have never heard of it. Okay. It's actually um, pretty good. It sounds like I'll die. I know. <laughs> <with a sip. laughs> it was pretty good. So actually. it's like more than a monster? It's <laughs> yes. That. Yeah, well, Monster's not a cola. Though, I right? oh. love the energy drinks and stuff. Yeah. I surpassed that now. Yeah. Probably. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. It was pretty heavy duty. I think they still make it out there. Hey, if anyone is connected to Jolt Cola, please send uh, a six-pack of it to uh, Mouth Media Studios, New York, New York. Yeah, please do. And I would then love I if can... it found us just from that address. Well, that you know awesome? what? <laughs> they actually... Hey, I bet they could. Oh, but also... two, one, three, four... Is Send that where we Zoom. live? No. Okay, thank you. That was from Zoom. Did you ever hear of Zoom? No. Is it like Jolt? <clears throat> no, Zoom. <laughs> our, pe our peanut gallery has heard of Zoom. Zoom. I think that's yeah, like a, Zoom, was that like a kid's show? Zoom was a yeah. PBS kid's show yeah. made out of uh, out of WGBH TV <laughs> in Boston. That was from the 70s. It was. Right. And, um, and <clears throat> it was really fun. It was uh, all the kids had rugby shirts on. And, uh, they, and they were all dirty. They were all dirty. Dirty? What the rugby shirts? The kids or the shirts? The children. Children oh. are dirty. Like children can be cleaning dirty. Wise? Cleaning wise? Yeah, stringy, dirty hair. I don't remember that at all. Really? That's what you got out of that show was how dirty and the children were. None of the educational content or the fun or the fun songs. I got the jingle and the dirty kids from it. That's right. So, <laughs> so it was really fun. They 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 would uh, play games and they would do ubby dubby wubby language or something with some sort of like code language fun language but what they would also do is uh they would uh invite you to send mail into zoom right and they go like send your box to box box three two three or whatever boston mass oh two one three four send it to zoom and the the, the right and the uh right <laughs> to the gallery <laughs> and then amazing. and then the song was um come on and zoom 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 i zoom you're gonna zoom i zoom i zoom i zoom See, I knew of it. Don't I've never watched it. Try. We're going to teach you to fly high. We're going to zoom. <laughs> this sounds zoom, like a song zoom. I wrote. It, it may have been in your head. And it may it, have been in my pre-existing. See, I was anyway. watching Kids Incorporated. Mm. You remember Cute. that? Yes, I do. Ah, Kids Incorporated. They also and, had an address to write to. <laughs> they never wrote back. Now, it's, <laughs> it's funny because, you know, uh, I watched Zoom, but I was not allowed to watch uh, Saturday morning TV. Why? So was it wasn't best. like a religious thing or anything. It was just that my parents did not permit us to watch Saturday morning cartoons. They felt like 
it was better to be outside or be creative or something rather than burying ourselves in, in the twelve tent. below weather in Rochester. Correct. Oh God, yeah. So don't basically, go play if Rochester. you can survive this, you can survive life. I don't know, but uh, but anyway, I digress. So well, now you know why I was drinking Coke <laughs> and Pepsi. I know. They both end with cola. What's the difference? Okay. <laughs> and you're not, you're not going to reveal which one you prefer? No, no. I I signed an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no drinking? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no drinking after midnight. Okay. All right. We're going to get started with the show. But first, or second, I guess it would be, uh, do you have a nerd tip for us today, Yeah, I do. Friend? So my nerd tip for today. So, Mika, I know mm. that, like, you love nerd stuff. Mm. Yeah. So well, so this nerd tip is... Just, oh my gosh, I just realized I never actually introduced Mika. Mika Before you, you go did. on, I know I never said her name. Oh, yeah, uh, I never did. Mika, how do you say your last name? Kenya. I think it was. Yes. So uh, before I go any further, <laughs> the tattooed Oprah, everybody, Nika Kenya. Woo, yeah. We're going to do it one more <laughs> time. Let me try that again. <laughs> the tattooed Oprah, everybody, Mika Kenya. Woo! I'm so sorry about that, Mika. I've never done that before. Hundreds and hundreds of shows. And I've literally never forgotten (laughs) to say the guest Maybe you just felt like I already fit in. I belonged here. You're like, yeah, you've been here before. I'm so entranced by you. I just just lost my focus. I like that. Hey, boo. Hey, (laughs) hey. Okay. Yes. Okay, so my nerd tip today is actually to all those viewers who enjoy birds, okay? Mm. I have become a birder. In my old age of <laughs> early 30s. Wait, when you say a birder, you're not talking about like a, a, bird Trump, watch- a Trump birder. What does that mean? Isn't that how he tweeted the word burger when he had the people, oh. the sports team to the White House? This and- is way too complicated. <laughs> I'm literally talking about staring at winged animals okay. out of my window. Okay. In New York? <laughs> but Mark, you know way too much. I- that sounds intense. I like it. We'll talk. What? Oh, yes, outside my window in New York. That's I so saw strange. a blue jay this morning and a cardinal. They were having a convo. I don't know. But what I wanted to share to all you birders out there, two things. First of all, is that did you know at the New York Botanical Garden at 11 a.m. on Saturdays, they have free bird walks? which is exciting to me. They meet at the reflecting pond, okay, and then they do a free walk, but with admission, of course. Um, Okay, so that's that. Also, if you you want to know how to rescue a bird, this was my big thing. The Wild Bird Fund is really great, Um, but this is what it says. Check out any bird that's lying sideways on the ground and – um, prod the unresponsive bird's legs and if they move freely there's a chance of revival for the bird and all this to say my friend Dennis has rescued three pigeons from Washington Square Park using this technique yes that's amazing and get this Dennis is from Munich Germany he is not American hence why he's been so kind to pigeons in Washington uh, yeah that makes Square a lot of sense. I, I grew right? up in New York so I only thought we had like three kinds of birds like brown white gray pigeons and then pigeons so <laughs> yeah, four four yeah. different birds yeah, brown red it. green pigeon I know I didn't know we had like but he is literally <laughs> yeah so like if there, if there is a bird that you see 
you just kind of, you go from the legs and then you go out. So your friend is like over in the park. What's his name again? Dennis? Dennis. Dennis is over in the park going, Here is a Vogel, Daniel. Tod nicht. Yes. Tod nicht. Ha, leben, leben, leben. Here. Here, einen toten Vogel. Which is German for a dead bird. Yes. <laughs> I do not sprechen Sie Deutsch. But that was amazing. But I actually think he might also speak to the bird. He might be like, Tweet, tweet, do, lee, dee, dee, do. You know? Because and then he also rescued a squirrel. I mean, he is like winning on the animal How scale. How do you rescue a squirrel? They're he, like always. I know he got moving. it in a box and he brought it up to Harlem to this animal vet, and they had to, they had to euthanize it. Anyway, all this to say, my nerd tip is. Oh, we haven't gotten to the head nerd tip to, yet. No, okay. I already said it. I already said it. I'm just re- restating okay, go it. Ahead. Go to the New York Botanical Gardens for those bird walks Saturdays at 11 a.m. So this is much less of a nerd tip than a nerd PSA. Um, no, I think it's kind of a tip. And a PSA combined because it's like, hey, are you a birder? Pro tip. Head here. See this. Bam. Okay, then. I'm, I, I'm not going to drop the mic, but I, I, I believe we should start the show, though. Yeah, Mark, I think it's time to start the show. <laughs> oh, good Lord, yes. <laughs> and take it away. From the Mouth Media Network studios in New York City, and from the same people who brought you Monkey Radio with Mark, this is Funny People Talking with Mark Rako, Danielle Beckman, and Elsie. All right, everybody, we are here with... Mika Kenya, and we're going to get to her full story and journey and find out all about why she refers to herself as Tattooed Oprah in a few. But first, uh, before we get started with the show proper, uh, it is time for our uh, Tina Fey appeal. Oh, yeah. We have to pray to the comedy gods for Tina Fey to appear on the show. I'm asking for you and possibly you in the peanut gallery to all chime in mm-hmm. and let's just put it out to the universe as excitedly as we can for Tina Fey to please come on the show and end the Tina Fey appeal by her uh, even brief appearance, uh, whatever it takes. So I just ask all of you for just joining this moment of prayer yes. as we go. Tina Fey, please I'm come doing on the praise show. hand emojis. Tina, Tina Fey, come, come on the show. Tina Fey, please. Tina Fey. Tina. Tina. I love you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay, next. Uh, <laughs> I throw a little hard. <laughs> exactly. A little juju. A little juju. Okay, and a quick appeal to the audience directly. Uh, ask, please, take a moment if you're enjoying the show. Uh, I, I love so much, and I know Daniel would too, and I even bet Elsie wouldn't mind if you just take a moment and do a quick review or rate the show on iTunes. It would mean so much to us oh, yeah. to have your support. You know, we have the show out there for free. Uh, it gives you a good amount of entertainment, I hope. And uh, that would be our, our little one little payment that we have. And just they a little, would, we little would kudos. love it. So please, please, please. Thank you so much. We love you. We are just like the <clears throat> um, the E in Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I mean, unappreciated, but it means so much when you notice them. The E stands for entertainment. <laughs> I had no idea. Really? My whole life has hmm. changed. Wait. Are you Chuck for real? E. Chuck E. Chuck Entertainment. Chuck Entertainment Cheese is his full name. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I'm Chuck Entertainment Cheese. So when somebody's okay. like entertainment, that's my middle name. Chuck literally really is means that. Chuck. Yes. Yes. So. I never thought about it. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. This is me. I can't. Anyway. Um... Can I go home now? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Your name is Elsie, so that starts with an E. Does Elsie stand for entertainment? Elsie. Speaking of appeals, I have to yeah. tell you about the, the whole concept of no good deed goes unpunished. Oh, my gosh. Wicked. So at a whole box of uh, goodies. Tasty that treats. Tasty treats that we're not going to use. And down the street from the studio is some sort of homeless facility. And uh, you almost wouldn't know it from the outside, but it it is. And, um, and unfortunately, that means there's a handful of homeless people always up and down. They d- deserve to be here, but it, it changed the personality of the street. But notwithstanding, I always want to do something good. And we had this big box of, of them in here. And so I went by the homeless place the other day and said, hey, I have this huge box of these treats. Would you like me to bring them by and you can give them away and yeah i totally expect them to say oh that'd be great because i'm like they're all individually packaged and you know in cartons and unopened and everything and 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 they're like so i thought they'd be like oh yeah absolutely bring them by whatever and they were like well how big is the box because uh-huh. we only have so much room here in the lobby and i'm like well I don't know, not huge. And I'm like, well, okay, just bring one box. I'm like, okay. Mm. So I go and I get it and I, I go to the place. As I'm walking out of the lobby here in the building, I have this huge box. I'm trying to get out the door. I'm struggling to get out the door. And there's like two people standing at like the lobby, like the super and the guard or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're just watching me with fascination try to get out the door with this box without helping in any way or even asking like, do you need a hand? Because I would have turned and said, no, I got to thank you. But not even a try, right? Yeah. And I stopped and I turned to them and I said, it's all right, I got it, thanks. Anyway, so I, I get to get to the homeless place. I come in and and they look at like, how much stuff is in there? And I'm like, well, there's like eight smaller boxes. I'm like, well, we'll take three. <laughs> They're like, we'll just take like, a random Yeah, number. I'm not selling Girl Scout cookies. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm get, and I'm like, so I said, no, I brought the whole box here. Right. They're like, well, okay, we'll take three, which made me believe that maybe the people at the desk were going to eat them. And then, yeah. like, you can leave the rest by the door and people will get them as they come out if you want. I'm like, that doesn't sound bad. That I'm sounds okay. I'm like, fine. And I say, okay, bye. And I walk out. No thank you. Yeah. No, nothing, right? Nothing. Yeah. So I walk in again today and i noticed okay so the box is gone which means they must have used them and so i said so i have one more box of these and they go I, I i walk in i say i brought them the other day and they go oh yeah the, and and the guy goes they were stale <laughs> and in my head i'm like you're welcome but i'm like yeah exactly they stand well no it's okay i appreciate standards but i mean i'm like it wasn't – there was no – oh, thank you so, for, so much for bringing them. But just so you know, they were stale. It was just like they were stale. Yep. Wow. And I'm like, you're an asshole. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. but I was like – and anyway, I was like, uh, uh, well, I have more if <laughs> if you like it. And he goes, well, they were stale. The other person's like, no, actually, that would be great. They they did take them upstairs. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'll, I'll bring them by when I come back. Mm-hmm. And I walked the door again. No thank you. No nothing. And, and I'm like, 
seriously, I, I'm not, you know, I'm trying, I'm just doing the right thing anyway and doing a nice thing. Right. I don't have to be thanked. Right. But I don't understand why you wouldn't be. I'm not asking for a hug or tax deduction. <laughs> Do you think they have like a Yelp review? Like they just like Mark gave the most stale. Oh, <laughs> you know what's so funny? What I thought you were you were saying, Nico Woods, could I give them a Yelp review? No, like, they, like, they, they went on there like, like this, random guy. Yeah, yeah no, like they have their own Yelp Can you section. Imagine, I know it's. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be awesome if they did. That's like, a yes. whole underground, and they Yelp. all communicate with each other. Like who Yelp gives reviews the for treats. donors? Yeah, that's hilarious. I think about the things I've brought to like Goodwill. Oh yeah. my gosh! That might yeah. have been on the edge of what I should have brought. You know, they yeah. were still okay, but you know, it's yeah. The no good deed goes unpunished thing is it is kind of funny, but at the same time, it's like I don't know those things. It's like no, no harm, no foul, right? It's like you just bring it in, drop it off, buy. If they don't say thank you, they don't have to. I know it's hard. It's hard. It's interesting. It's crazy though the unexpected thank yous that I've gotten in situations like that where I was not expecting it, and yeah. then the ones that, and then in situations where you think you're gonna get one and oh, you don't at all. I got then a, it all evens out. I've got a good one for you. I once saved a kid's life when I was 12 years old. I saved another 12 year old's life. He was drowning in the pool. I pulled what? him up from the bottom of the pool, and it was very traumatic for me. Saved him. They wow. gave him mouth to mouth. I'm really truncating the story. Yeah. And um, and that night, my father was able to somehow call the emergency room to find out did he live, whatever. His name was also Mark, by the way. And he mm-hmm. he um, tried to not let that affect your psyche. <laughs> but anyway, so he um uh and my father um got uh this was a camp and like a day camp and uh, my, my father somehow was able to he says talk to the parents or somehow able to find out he lived never heard from him again never heard from his parents nobody thanked me nothing saved someone's life wow did they know the severity of the situation I don't, he had like a seizure in, seizure in the pool because he wasn't oh. taking a seizure medication because it made him tired or something but anyway, you know, we should find this guy. I know <laughs> it's be my lifelong quest to find this Mark dude. That yeah. anyway, um, now on the on the converse side, of this just to sort of loop up this kind of tie yeah. bow on the situation. Something that I've been thinking about a lot lately is, uh, do you tip for? Okay, so I'm trying to figure out when when Mark, tipping is appropriate. Did you drink a lot of caffeine today. No. Why am I going a mile a minute? Yeah. Okay. It's good. He's truncating. I'm truncating. Okay. All right. You're 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 you're, you're anti truncating right I'm now. I'm just shocked at. I know. Well, she is our producer, right so okay, she's got to. You're like. She's got to chime in. All right. Okay, what about so, tipping? Though. So my question is. I went to a non-tipping restaurant the other day. By the way. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's called Porch Light. Anyway. Nice. Well, my fun. question is. I'm interested in input here. When is the time that you should tip and not tip? And here's what I mean. Like, oh dear. So no, no. I mean, I know when you go to a restaurant. I'm not talking about good service, bad service. I'm talking about like if you go to a Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, uh, okay. As an example, and there's mm-hmm. a tip jar. Now I have two choices when I go to a place like that: P- buy food or not. Mm-hmm. If I buy food, the basic transaction is I pay for the food and they give me the food. My other alternative is to not buy food. I have no other way of getting it than someone giving it to me. I don't know why right. I need to tip them for providing the most basic level of possible service for me to have a transaction. I don't tip at McDonald's or so, – so I don't understand the brazenness 
of putting chip jars out at well, a place like, like that. So I don't mean to be a jerk. I'm, I'm curious. Well, no, I, I'm sorry. I feel like, you know, I'm thinking back when, you know, when I was younger, my first food service job, there was definitely some moments when I'm like, damn, I need like $2 to get home, even though I have a job. So maybe it's like train fare. You know, like that everyone could like, if you needed some, you that know, some totally dollars. makes sense. And you know what? Now a lot of places. <laughs> but why is that my problem? <laughs> well, it doesn't like have to be. You get to remove yourself from it. Yeah. You can be a person who doesn't need to do that. If you feel freedom in it, do it. I know now that, um, you know, the iPads and Square mm-hmm. and all those transactions, <clears throat> it's always like, yeah. Okay, sign here. And now what would you like your tip to oh, be? Yeah. Or no tip. And then you can dun, look dun, at dun, dun. person. Yes. And, you've, and, then, yeah. and then they like swirl it back around and they can see if you've tipped or not. I, I have thought about I, that. I always, do you know what I do though? If it's like a $2.50 like coffee or something, mm-hmm. the choices are like $2 tip. And I'm like, $2 tip? That's almost 100%. But I'll I'll manually type in like 50 cents. Oh, that's really nice. That's I kind of nice. just swivel you it back nice really fast. Like, so they gotta go. Yeah, so like that's they get right. confused. Now, in my own defense, before I come off as a complete jerk, I just want to say I'm actually a really good tipper in situations in, like, in which there is – yeah, like uh, which the, it's understood a tip is supposed to be happening. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. received actual service, you know. No, I, I totally get that. I mean, so what I really enjoyed about Porchlight, this restaurant, it's in Chelsea area. It's like all the way on 11th Avenue by like where all the car, car dealerships mm-hmm. are, you know. Um, oh, it's like, whoa, it's actually kind of on where near Mouth Media Studios is, but just like due east. West. Dang it. Anyway, you guys understand. Maybe There's I probably someone coffee. listening to this podcast that you said east and then said west and they turn right around. I know. They're all walking on the street to find, trying to find this place. But what's great about it is, well, what's funny is we were looking at some of the cocktails and they were like $18. Oh. Okay. And I know it's Manhattan, guys, but like still, this is 11th Avenue. So I'm like, it is, we're almost on the water. The breeze yeah. is cold. No one's out here. There's car dealerships. So... Then every on ch- chalkboards all around, it was like, "Don't tip." Like seriously, no, don't tip. Like they were, there were like signs up, and I was like, "This is why that drink is eighteen dollars," and it it just sort of took the pressure off me. I was like, "This is great." Wow. I was like, "Everything's built in. I don't have to do anything else from here on out." And the I have to say, the employees all seemed jolly. Well, they knew they were going to get tipped because it was built in. No, I, yeah, they're, I mean, that means they're, they're getting a good, a good hourly, wage, yeah. and yeah. they're done, and that's it. Yeah, you know, no matter how much you get tipped, I imagine just the fact that you are making two dollars and seventy five cents an hour, or whatever the the it service, was like four fifty now. Is it now? I don't. In I've New actually York, never had a food service job. What? Wow. No, no, don't get me wrong. I've dug ditches. I've run a jackhammer. I've worked in a factory. Oh. I've mowed lawns. I'm just saying, I never actually had a job in a restaurant. I mean, I was terrible. So I might. I was Did you 16. serve or bartend or? So I so when I was 17, I was a caterer. Okay, and um, you have to wear like the tuxedo, and then <laughs> yeah. like I was I was the worst. I was really bad at these types of jobs. <laughs> I like you know. 
they would ask for things. And, I was, you know, like if say, the person complains and says, oh, it's too salty. I go back in the kitchen and say, oh, okay, it's too salty. And then just really give them the same plate. <laughs> like just because I didn't feel like going through the hassle of trying to get it done when there's so many people to serve. And then I worked at Sizzler's. I don't know if yes. you remember Sizzler's. Yes. I, I worked made... at Ruby Tuesday. Similar chain restaurant yeah. situation. And then you smell like you smell the smell like place. Yep. That... smell like French fries. Yes, I hated it. Ew. But um, at Sizzler, I was the worst because, you know, people would get in, you'd get crazy and mad, like, you know, I'm mad about this. And instead of dealing with them, I would just give them free salad bar plates <laughs> and, and then ring up. But yes, Sizzlers, if you want to come after me we now. We had a salad bar at Ruby Tuesday, too. You did. Did you give so, free uh, salad bar plates? Well, no, too? because I was a host. And oh, so okay. I would just be like, oh, I'm so sorry you feel that way. And then it was right. a two floor restaurant. So I would just go to the other floor. Oh, so I you would hide. I would escape. <laughs> you would hide. So we both sounded like we weren't the best. <laughs> no, no. I was just giving away free food just so they get out of my face. <laughs> Is so. it really embezzlement if you give everything away to strangers? Um, yes. Is it? I don't oh know. Oh my gosh. I don't know. No, this was a I long time ago. No. Okay. <laughs> no, but allegedly, be a allegedly. Of the salad bar thing is so funny, though. Yeah. It's oh like, my god. Yeah, and they had that like sneeze guard, and still people would get sick all the time. Times Square. Think about it. Sorry. Ooh. <laughs> Everyone, Oops. go enjoy Ruby Tuesday. Yeah, so, so I recently was watching, uh, like, combing through Star Trek: The Next Generation on uh, Netflix, mm-hmm. and I came across. And, and we've acknowledged on the show before, both Danielle and I in particular are just super Star Trek fans. I ran across two episodes I don't remember ever watching ever. They were, it was like getting brand new Star Trek episodes. Who were the characters? Like who was whose story was it that episode? You know how um, like sometimes people are featured, you know? I think they were – actually, I think they were both Riker – uh, Commander Riker uh, episodes. Of, you know, you watch the show. He's just so dreamy. Maybe the first times you watched it, you were so like knocked out by his yes, that's probably, and then now yes. you're being revived watching them again. Did you ever notice as he walks? He walks sort of like with this like lean, like forward, almost like he's about to fall over. <laughs> it's really funny. Anyway, what what season? I don't remember. I, oh, I, 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 Mark, I, I gotta no, find these. I, I have these never. Lost episodes. By the way, I've never, ever, ever been someone. Not even just with Star Trek, with anything in which I know something is like second season or uh, second season episode five, or like even when I would do plays as an actor. Yeah, I never knew something was like from scene four. Interesting. So how how did you track it if you had to go I on stage at, at a script. certain scene? Well, I uh, I, okay. I I what. You you get to know the rhythm of the show and the story flow of the show. I get you. I get you. I get you. That makes sense. So, um, but I just I don't know. Have you ever watched something again and say I don't remember this at all? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Mika, and I don't know any of you guys. Mm-hmm. Are any of you guys good with like movie quotes? No, I'm terrible. Sort of. I am so. But I know I liked bad. it. Like I'm like, oh, I love that movie. And then my husband will say, yeah. okay, well, you know, tell me something like a quote. I'm like, I don't yeah. know. It depends I on how many times it. I've seen the movie. I guess. You yeah. Know? Well, no. Rocky Horror Picture Show, I I yeah. know from front to end. Sure. That makes sense because front. that is a cult following, and yes. it's like so fun. And, I've and, it, and like, they have the show. Year. Yeah, like that makes how so much sense. I? Um. Yeah. yeah. Let's do the time. Oh my God, you'll get me started, and then I'll just I'll just so we'll do just do it. We'll just do it. It's a licensing <laughs> issue. That's right. She's gonna do the whole thing right now. But I no, that makes sense. So like, I can do that with like the Wizard of Oz, and I right. can do oh, that yeah. with randomly Mrs. Doubtfire. But like, there 
but I am so bad at movie quotes. So, Mark, like you saying that you found like these lost episodes that you thought you had never seen. Yeah. I feel like that's me about everything. Like I watch yeah. it again and I'm like, wow, what what's going to happen? Movie I've never <laughs> seen. I, you know what? Weirdly, I've watched How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days more times than I am proud of. It's kind of a fun movie. I wonder who Luke Skywalker's father is. Uh, It's Kate Hudson in the movie. Sorry. Luke Skywalker's father. (laughs) We'll get back to that. (laughs) (laughs) That's news, everybody. (laughs) It's not Kylo Ren. I'll tell you Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you. All right. So uh, anything we need to hear from you, Daniel, before we move on to our improv game? I wanted it. No, I think we should play our improv game. I'm ready for games. All right, here we go. So we're (laughs) going to play a brand new game on this show as we finish out this segment. And the game is called The Moody News. Mm. And the idea of the game is that we are doing a news conference, whoever is sort of playing the game. One of us will tell that person what the press conference is. Is going to be about what, cool. why are they delivering the press conference? That person playing will start out by giving opening remarks, basically telling the news that they are delivering, and then open it up to questions. The Great. other players will be in a fervor calling out for her, and she will pick one of us to answer the question. You know, we hear the reporters going, Danielle, 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 mm-hmm. and then she'll pick someone. Mm-hmm. That person will name a mood such as angry, sad, confused, whatever it may be, and uh, um, or it could be a manner, I guess, but we'll go with mood. And then, in this case, say it's Danielle, will then and then they'll say the question for Danielle, and because Danielle will have now opened it up for questions, and then Danielle, if she's playing, will uh, answer the question. In that mood. Great. When she's done asked to answering the question, she can say, like, a next question, and then we'll do our little fervor, and she'll pick on somebody else. Okay. Let's All right? try And it. then it'll be over when it feels like it's over. Nice. Okay. All right. I'll or, no, actually, go, I say, go for a second what, how about the person ends the press conference, no more questions, and it's Perfect. over. Perfect. Okay? All right. Okay. So, Danielle, why don't you go first? Great. Mika, why don't you give Danielle a topic for the press conference? Okay. Yeah. Why am I giving the press conference? You are giving this press conference because we want to know about these birds and <laughs> their sex robots. Birds and sex robots. Yes. Like, why do they have them? Like, okay, Danielle, go. Um, Hi. I'm so glad that you've all gathered here today, but you're all wasting your time because there are no sex robots for birds. This is absolutely absurd. And uh, I... I, I can't even I can't even indulge this any further. So no further questions. Thank you. I'm I'm leaving. Danielle, Danielle, well, yeah, Danielle. Danielle. Yeah, well, um, yes, uh, you you there with the oh, glasses. Oh, okay, uh, there's all of us are wearing glasses, but I'll go. Um, um, angry. Uh, why, uh-huh. Are the uh, Danielle? Are there any other types of birds involved in this? Situation? Why the hell would you ask me about other types of birds? You have you ex- know exactly why I'm here. I never I never. Uh, told anyone that there were these quote unquote sex robots for birds. I'm absolutely outraged. I need just get out of my face. I'm leaving. Okay, Danielle. 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 Yeah. What you? What? What do you want? Um, I need to understand why did I see thirty birds down the street humping a piece of metal? It looks to be to me like a sex robot. I know there was a lot of metal there. I know. And I just, oh God, it's just been so hard. I'm just like, I just, I can't, 
I can't explain why this is all happening. I can't. I just can't explain it. And I, I just, the questions are overwhelming. And I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm disheartened. I need to take another question. You, you, ma'am. You. Happy. <laughs> um, I wanted to know, is there any possibility of sex robots for birds? Are you kidding? Absolutely. I am so excited about this. Please forgive everything I said before. I am thrilled to be introducing Tweety 2.0, the first sex robot for birds. Roll her out, Margaret. Tweet. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me today. We're going to end on right. that high note. Very good. Yay. Yes. Good job. Way to start out, Danielle. That was fun. That was, that was fun. Yeah. I get it. Okay, good. All right. So um, I I will go next and, and then uh, Nika. Yes. And then if Elsie wants to go, she can clean up uh, the game. Not, you don't have to like clean up the studio. Just um, Got it. Elsie doesn't do clean up. Okay. So. Uh, okay. So somebody, Elsie, uh, why don't you give me the topic of the press conference, please? <laughs> Evil look at I her face. I wasn't expecting you to talk to me. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry to put you on the spot. What? The topic of your press conference is uh, there's been a lot of reports of people throwing the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That was worth waiting for. All right. Um, very good. Uh, hello, everybody. Thank you for uh, joining me here today. I have a very brief statement, and then I'll be happy to take questions. Uh, mm -hmm. Apparently, recently, there have been uh, at least 17 incidents in this county alone of individuals throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And I want to, on behalf of Chikawaga County, let you know that it is absolutely not okay to throw the baby out with the bathwater. It is a drain on county resources. Yes. And uh, yes, you have a question? Uh, yes, Mark. Um, absolutely enamored and in love with everything. Mm -hmm. I I just don't understand in Chikawaga County... <laughs> why this is happening though well first can i just say the way that you said the county yeah i am so in love with the way you pronounced it yes i know it's everything i mean you have to understand i may put a calendar together about that <gasps> just celebrating that thank you first of all um and, and i'm sorry i don't even know if i remember your question because i'm looking at your hair and <laughs> i mean the way it reflects that wall, which, by the way, what a beautiful wall. Right? It's it's just, I mean, if walls go, I think that may be the number one wall around, oh, except for that wall, because that wall is <laughs> so, you know, it goes so into another level. Because yeah, yeah, Mark, it's Mark. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, ma'am. Hangry. And <clears throat> I've seen a baby floating in the lake, mm -hmm. you know, on my way here, and it looks to be baby mixed with some bath water. Can yeah. you explain this? All right, listen. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just a little lightheaded. I, 
I don't understand why we have to keep going over this over and over and over and over again. Uh, it's, She's only asked one question. Yeah. I, listen, I, it's, I, I've been doing this all morning. I've missed my lunch. Wow. I just want to – look, I don't need the attitude from every reporter out there. I'm just trying to answer your question. Look, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I'm uh-huh. sorry. I yeah. just haven't – my blood sugar's low. I'm – I apologize, but good God. Can someone get what, this guy a granola bar? Jeez. Do you think yeah. – uh, what do you think is going to happen when you throw the baby out with the bathwater? They don't separate and go their separate ways. They go together. So that's <laughs> why they're seen the together. And it, <laughs> ne- next question, please. One more question. I'll take um, one more. Yeah. My yeah. question is um, how, how do these uh, babies feel when they've been thrown out with the bathwater? Have you interviewed any of them? Um, giddy. <laughs> so, that may be the best question I've had because um, I I honestly – I haven't really given thought to how the babies feel. That is hilarious. Um, I, I might really feel like I'm ending this press conference in the best way possible because, you know, we should give more thought to the babies. That's delightful. You're welcome. All right. That's it, everybody. Thank you very much for coming. Have a good day. All right. That's the moody news. That's right. (laughs) All right. Uh, Mika is giving the press conference next. And Daniel, why don't you uh, give her. Okay. Um, You're giving a press conference announcing your favorite color. Okay. Hello, everyone. I'm here today to announce my favorite color. And I'm sure you're all wondering what it is. I can see your faces. So, yeah, let's just get the question started. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I, want, I would love you to describe in a poetic way your favorite color. Um, and I would like, oh, my God, I'm losing an emotion right now. <laughs> Hold on. I didn't think before I spoke. Can, can I go back? Yeah, I, actually, I wasn't paying attention. What's the question? Oh, oh yeah, let's do <laughs> Okay, we're starting it. No, I, our, She's... I was texting someone. That, no, who's not coming fine. next? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, this press conference is about <laughs> Mika's favorite color. She's yes. revealing it to us. Got it. Okay. Yes. Thank so you. thank you, everyone, for coming to this press conference. I am announcing today my favorite color, and I know you've all been waiting for it, so let's just get these questions started. You, miss, I see you looking at me. Yeah, hi. <laughs> um, annoyed. And I just, I just want to know, like, if you can poetically describe your favorite color without saying the actual color to us. I'd really love that. <sighs> annoyed. I mean, I guess if I have to, it makes me feel kind of blue. I mean, who do you do do? And uh-huh. would you like to woo? But colors make me feel like, whoa. I mean, like. I have a question. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Gassy, I'd like to know uh, how how far do you take it with this favorite color in your life? Like, does it just, is it everywhere? Where is it? How do you deal with it? And what is that emotion again? Gassy. Gassy. Yes. Um, ooh. You know, first of all, <laughs> you know, I really take this color. Oh, ooh, let me give me a second. You know, this color is really important to me. And, ooh, you know, sorry, guys. Ooh, I'm just 
letting him go right now. Um, <laughs> you know, this color just brings me really deep inside of someone like you, your spirit. Like it just makes me feel like I can trans. Whew, <laughs> For myself and get into you. Yeah, we should and wrap come this out. up. All right, so uh, I have a question. You... I have a question. I have yeah. a question. Yes, yes. Yeah, um, uh, tickled. Uh, I I just like to know um, if this weren't your favorite color, what would be your alternate favorite color? <laughs> Stop it! Like, why are you gonna ask me that question for? <laughs> come on. Okay, so let me get to it. My favorite color. If it wasn't this color. <laughs> Stop it. Let me tell you what my favorite color is. Um, <laughs> so, like, I really like yellow. It's, stop. Mark, stop it. Ooh, I'm way over here. <laughs> I mean, I like yellow. <laughs> Come on. Don't you tickle me there. Okay. Like, so I like yellow. But, you know, really my favorite color, guys. <laughs> stop. It's red. Come on. You knew that. Or, I come thought on. it was Yay. blue. Very good, very and good, then you good. said yellow. Yeah. And then you said red. Yeah. All right. Look, all the very, colors. very good, yeah. Nika. Thank you. Well done. That was lovely. I really enjoyed that. All yes. right. So let's uh, let's. it's time for Elsie to clean up with one more round of the Moody News. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pick your topic. Uh, you are going to talk about a, um, a brand new feature film that's about to be released. <laughs> All right. And uh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a new movie coming out, and uh, it stars Nicole Kidman. <laughs> I know it. I know it. It's She's called go 72 Ways to Leave Your Lover. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> she's got 72 different costumes for each way. And uh, sometimes it's her hair is different. Sometimes... She's made up to look like Mystique from the X-Men. Oh, yeah, I see a question over there. Very, very afraid um, of everything. I I just want to know, what was it like working with Nicole Kidman? I don't really want to talk about working with Nicole Kidman because she might be, she might get me. She might get you. Ma'am, please answer the question. I, I'm too scared. I don't want to. <laughs> she's, you don't know what she's like to work with. No. I mean, 72 different looks. Do you know how demanding that is? <laughs> she wasn't. It wasn't. I can't. I have a question. I have a question, ma'am. Ma'am, ma'am. Yes. Um, uh, uh, very sexy. Um, oh, I'm crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I don't know. I didn't really think past that. I know, uh, right? Uh, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna make you do that, Elsie. I think, I think that just goes too far against your brain. Thanks. I was gonna have to fire you. Okay. okay. Um, um, how, how about, how about, um, uh, suspicious, suspicious. Uh, and the question is, um. Why was Nicole Kidman cast in this film when actually it was um, uh, Nicole uh, or Natalie Portman that was up for the part and apparently isn't doing it now? Why are you asking me that? I mean, (laughs) Natalie clearly turned it down, but I still don't understand. What's the point of you asking me that? 
Do you have an ulterior motive to that question? Um, I, <laughs> I, I can't see why you'd ask me something like that. Well, what are you trying to get at? I mean, Nicole took it. Natalie wouldn't. We actually offered it to other people, but you know, Nicole, she'll take anything. Ooh, ooh, I have, I have oh. a question. Yes, frantic. So I heard a rumor that Nicole Kidman, um, you know, was having an affair with the PA. Can you speak to anything about this? Oh, my God. Why would you bring up something like that? I mean, like, there's rumors like that all over the place. Go pick up a tabloid anywhere. I mean, what do you, well, this is not that kind of a, this is not that kind of an outlet. I'm not going to do, because I, because I know, a, 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 a news report like that. I, I got to go. I gotta it sounds go. like it's I gotta true. Go do, I got to go yeah. do damage control on something <laughs> like that. I mean, for crying out loud. I'm peace. Uh, yeah, this is over. I got to go. Bye. Elsie, <laughs> by the way, the widest, like the widest range of emotions we may ever see from Elsie. From Elsie, ever. Well done, Elsie. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a uh, quick moment uh, to go somewhere else. And then when we come back, we're, we're going to learn all about Mika and the tattooed Oprah right after this. Connect with the show at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. And please, for the love of all that is holy... Subscribe to the show and leave us a damn review and a really, really good rating on iTunes. Pretty please? Thank you. We're back with Mika, Mika Kenya, Mika Kenya, Mika. Uh, so glad to have you here. Yes. And let's find all about uh, the burning question yeah. on the on the edge of everybody's seat, yes. on the tip of their minds, on the front of their tongue is, yes. why do you call yourself the tattooed Oprah? You're a content mm. creator, you're a comedy writer, yes. you're a comedian, you're yeah. a social media presence um, and it does seem, in all honesty, that you are just a human presence. Um, <laughs> like you fill the room uh, with your personality. So we see tattoos. So yeah. that, that part of it we get. Right. Um, so explain Tattooed Oprah and all of its ins and outs. Okay. So I'm obsessed with Oprah. But there's good reason for this. Not mm -hmm. only is she like an amazing person, Um we have the same birthday. Yes. And uh -huh. I feel like it's in the cosmos, you know, that we're connected. Um, we also have the same phobia, chiclophobia, which is the fear of gum. Oh, come on. And what I did mean? not like, make this up. Chewing it or seeing people chew it or having it be under your chair? Like all like, of what it. Like it? I, I don't like So if you like pass gum. by gum in a drugstore that's yes. packaged up, that bothers you? Well, no, I... That's fine. It's the okay. smell of it. If someone chewing it, okay. if like, if there's a lover with gum breath, like I don't want to taste that. Like get away from me. Um, I just don't like it at all. And I didn't know Oprah had this. Mm. So it was just one day I was on the Google uh -huh. and I was like, I need to know <laughs> if this is a real thing. I've had this since I was a kid. Wow. And lo and behold, the first person that pops up is Oprah. <clears throat> and it's a thing. It's called chiclophobia. And I was like, this, this has got to be something right so not only that wow um those are like just personal things but outside of that i mean she's like a all-around amazing media personality and someone that i aspire 
to to be like in the level of success that she has. Um, yeah. And she's like, what's great about her is that she's a TV host and, you know, she's done that. But then you turn around and she'll do like an amazing role in a movie and she's completely not the person you've seen on TV. She transforms. She is a really good yes. actor. Yes. yes. I know. So I, know. I feel I like, love it. I feel like when, you know, especially when you... You know, you're an artist and you do so many things and you, you dip in theater and comedy. You're like, okay, like, what do you do? I'm just like, I'm the tattooed Oprah. Like, I want to do it all. Yeah. So, and, you know, I feel like right now, currently, like, that's what I, I'm I'm doing. And maybe not as uh, <laughs> making as much money as she is at this moment. But, you know, I, I really do try to do it all um, and not sleep ever. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Welcome. Yes. I feel like everyone in this room hasn't just, been sleeping. No. Because so, we're just hustling in here. Yeah. Like, and I just. That's that's I, what I connect to. I feel, that's amazing. I, I feel like you should have said like you know, hi, I'm Mika, and I'm uh, the tattooed Oprah. We should have said hi, Mika. <laughs> uh, let's back up a little bit and yeah. talk about who you are and what you do. Kind yeah. of relevant. now, um, as we mentioned, you're a comedy writer yep. um, and uh, a content creator. And yes. let, let's explain what that means. Sure. Is that how you make your living? So I do a number of things, but like, I'm a, a marketer. You know, I work in video games and uh, awesome. tech industry. So, um, you know, that is the nine to five corporate job. But I do make money with comedy. Um, funny enough, like, you know, I went to school for theater and then like. Where I, did you go? Uh, Fordham University. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so, I went, I got, I got my BFA in theater too. So. Oh, perfect. Hey, hey. So at that time, like you're talking about a decade ago, like if you, you're a brown girl and you don't make it into the Lion King, you're not in Broadway. So wow. like, so at that point, you know, you kind of just shift gears and say like, okay, well, where else do I take my artistic talents? Um, so, you know, I've done the acting thing and I've done some off-Broadway stuff. And then one day, like, I was just frustrated because I'm like, you know, where am I going in my career? Someone told me, go on Vine. Start making Vine content. And I'm like, what is this? This is six seconds. I can't tell a story in six seconds. So <laughs> I tried it. Um, I'm a horror fanatic. And I felt like, okay, well, let me do some horror comedy. Yes. So I started with that. And then it went, I had a couple of videos that went viral. Um, so cool. Yeah. And so from there, like my numbers shot up and I had a huge following um, because I was the only person doing hardy horror comedy. Or horridy. Or horridy is where I was <laughs> going with that. You just made a um, compound word. But yeah. And then what happened was Eli Roth, who um, makes a bunch of horror films like mm -hmm. The Purge and Cabin Fever, his company, Crypt TV, hit me up and said, hey, we love what you do. Come to L.A. Make some content for us. So as far as content creation goes, that's kind of how I fell into it. And that is so that's cool. That's so yeah. cool. By the way, do, by, by some crazy random – do you know who um, Melantha Blackthorn is? No, but she's I a Canadian. She's a Canadian screen queen, Ooh. like bona fide screen queen. I did a film with her. She was in. She starred in the film, and I was in the film uh, called Aversion. Mm -hmm. And I actually think you would love it because it's a true – it's a feature film that's a true sort of throwback to campy – I love 70s camping. horror films kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'll try to I'll try to figure out a way for you to see it because I think you really enjoy oh, it. Oh, please do because um, I, I love campy and I think, 
you know, Vine provided a lot of uh, artists who were kind of at the moment of like their careers. Like, what do I do now? Yeah. How right. do I fit in in this world uh. with the young people? Um, so it gave us like the opportunity to like use this platform and yes. share like our art. And, um, you know, in six seconds, you have to entertain people and keep them there. So that was the challenge as an artist. Like, how do I tell a beginning, middle, and end of a story in six seconds? And I did it. And you really can. Yeah. Yeah. And you proved it right. Absolutely. And then, like, all these, when all of these horror movies were coming out with Blumhouse, um, Mm -hmm. who makes a lot of, you know, slew of horror films, they hit me up and said, hey, you know, we need you to promote our upcoming movie. Can you just make a six-second parody of the trailer and, you know, we'll hire you to do so. So that was funny. a little extra. We, we've, only recorded, we've only recorded maybe, I don't know, maybe a, a dozen of these episodes at this point. And mm-hmm. you're the second guest that we've had on that launched their career from Vine. Yeah. Uh, our crazy. first guest on the show was Clarity. Oh, yeah. He's like, that's like top. There's tears was, to Vine. Okay. He was like six million. Was he was tier. our first episode. I'm not comparing. Oh. I'm not comparing. Yeah, no, I'm not at all. To, but Vine. Yeah, awesome. that's Vine. It's, it's Vine. amazing. Yeah, I think... You know, especially when, you know, you're a little bit older, I think at first, and you come from the theater world, you're looking at it like, what is this? I don't understand what this is. You kind of scoff at it. But then, you know, really being um, open-minded and taking a chance, it it allowed me yeah. to, like, find another medium sure. to perform my art and make money doing it. And mm-hmm. people were like asking me are you really making money like I, I i thought you were just doing this for fun that's so funny because like six seconds yeah. is how long i used to take to uh notice i had anxiety about going on the stage much less yes. create content in that create time, a whole know? so that was the challenge and i think i think i was one of the only a uh, few people that really told a story in six seconds how did you think mika uh if you can take it back and even how you're thinking about it now yeah. because the fact that you were able to create uh, I don't think you take like, okay, I can do that now in a minute and spread it out. You're mm-hmm. still, you you trained yourself to be able to create those beats. Yes. And now what you have is you have more of those beats mm-hmm. strung together. You you think faster than someone might have if they never did that. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, I, a I think. Great, that's a great point. So my question is, <clears throat> and you take a second to think about it if you need to, how do you think, of, how did you slash do you think about creating a comedic thought, a complete mm-hmm. comedic thought in that short of a period of time. Is there any intellectual process that you would go through to say, here are the ingredients that I need. Let me make sure I hit those mm-hmm. in that time. Or was it all just sort of from your gut what kind of felt like it was funny? Well, no, I, th- I definitely think you have to train yourself to think uh, about comedy in a different way. So it's not... You know, you're used to the setup, the punchline. And when you're doing it in such a short amount of time, you have to really rely on your emotions um, because that's what's going to grab people. So, you know, like your your words are shorter. So you're, you're really relying on the emotion. And then, you know, I would write down the sentence I would normally say and then just shorten that like to... the essence of it? Yeah. And then, like, so if it's <laughs> like, if, if the sentence was like, um, you know, I am scared right now. It's just be scared, you yeah. know, like, and then go into the to the next beat of that uh, of that story that I'm telling in six seconds. So you don't have to, you have to do a lot of more, like a lot more physical comedy than you would normally do. How do you connect the work that you're doing in marketing for video games mm-hmm. and find the common point with what you do with your 
you know, Instagram videos now and other content that you're creating. And also, you also write for publications. Who are some yep. of the publications or, uh, or uh, pu- publica- uh, I said publications, publications or uh, um, some websites and uh, platforms yeah. and so forth that you write for? So, um, yes, yeah, so I've, I've, I've written for a lot of tattooed publications. Um, so they're not. It goes right along with your brand. Yes. Tattooed with Oprah. tattooed mm-hmm. Oprah. So, like Urban Ink Magazine cool. and, um, you know, um, Cat's Meow Magazine. So, you may not know a lot of these <laughs> inks. Uh, is the Cat's Meow magazine about yeah. tattoos? Yeah, but it's sexy pinup girls oh. and tattoos. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Um, and then I do a lot of writing mm-hmm. for a lot of digital uh, platforms. So mm-hmm. you may see – you know how you see like a lot of BuzzFeed uh, videos? So there's a lot of brands yeah. uh, really modeling themselves after uh, BuzzFeed. So you have um, – like Glamour doing like short digital videos mm-hmm. where someone's saying, hey, you know, five reasons why being the short best friend is the best thing in the world. And like <laughs> they need a writer for that. So like I have written, um, I've written content submitted to like uh, Scary Mommy, A+, uh, Glamour. Um, I've also been featured as a like a personality on there as the person giving the listicle. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So I, you know, like, that's what's great about what happened with Vine is that it really um, led to other brands reaching out to me. Uh, Polaroid Cube mm-hmm. reached out to me mm-hmm. um, to create some funny content for their social media platforms. I mean, I think a lot of the brands are realizing like, okay, we need to capture this audience that's online. Why not go to an influencer who has a built-in audience of their own and we can tap into that market? Because how many people are actually sitting at home watching TV and going to see a commercial? Yeah, people are on their mobile, and um, I think the marketing background plays a great part because I'm able to understand it from a marketing standpoint of how how uh, social media works, influencers work. So I approach it and from the business side, like as far as my content, like I make sure it's funny, but I also make sure that like I know the audience and that I'm engaging what the audience like, and that's like striking gold for a company because yes. they have their own team. <laughs> mm-hmm. They might be in a little bit of a rut per se, and then they can bring you in to yeah. add an inspiration in that way. And like you said, you're also smart on the business end too, yeah. right? Which they're like because I could oh, write a piece God. that fits their audience. That's awesome. So there's um, yeah. and then to give you another example, so I you know I have like vines and videos floating around in the interwebs, and then you know there have hashtags. Uh, attached to it so then I, I had mtv find one of my old videos and say hey can i pay you to put this in one of our commercials and i'm like this old thing whatever <laughs> it's just collecting dust on the internet sure <laughs> there's so, so much dust on the internet it's yes crazy. so for a commercial it was like um so cool. it was a they have a fandom awards show uh-huh. so they needed uh like a super cut of yes. different viral moments and they like picked um my walking dead sketch <laughs> that I did and they put it in their commercial and I, you get paid for things like that. So, you know, it's living out there and there are brands and casting people looking for it. That is so cool. I yeah. have to say I, so horror is a genre that actually horrifies me. Ah. <laughs> no, like I, I get scared, but um, so I kind of stay away from it. Having mm. said that though, like Blumhouse, like get out is one of my favorite movies, which yeah. is crazy. Cause that's more thriller. 
Would right. you say? I would say would that's you very say, psychological. Okay. Yeah. Because do you like that stuff too, or like your horror oh, is your jam? I, I love all horror okay. stuff. So, but in, you know, it's funny that you say that yeah. because I I did have a lot of people reach out to me whenever I would post a new horror comedy sketch. Yeah. And they would like they would say I hate horror, but I love watching your videos. Like I I get into it, and that's another way I was able to kind of connect with people who weren't into horror mm-hmm. was through comedy. Because when you can laugh and make fun of it, like, that's you know, oh. you kind of realize how silly it all is. Oh, yeah. I did my first, like, ADR voiceover thing in a feature oh. film, and it's called Camp Wedding. And oh. it's a horror film, and I think you'd really like it. I gotta wow. check this out. I'll write it down. For Have you ever sure. seen the, the film Rubber? Rubber, no. Oh it's my god, those... you would love. Well, I don't. I, I think you would love it. It's <laughs> it's basically where the villain mm-hmm. is a tire that just r- rolls around this town, terrorizing people. <laughs> oh, I love like it Like a tire already. from a car, and and it is extraordinary the way that these filmmakers turned this tire into this sense mm-hmm. that it's this being. I think you saw this too, right, Elsie? Um, it was it was actually amazing, and um, and then there was another great one, the um, um, hobo with a shotgun. Oh yeah, I Rucker saw that. Hauer, I believe. I like that movie a lot too. H- hobo with a shotgun. Seriously, it was like yeah. it was hilarious and creepy at the same time. Or yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Are you scared just hearing the name? Yes, I'm very scared. <laughs> Don't try me. It really is fun. You know, I mean, horror for me is like sacrilegious because I grew up in a very religious family. Oh, (laughs) Uh there you go. So it's kind of me like rebelling against against the gun. Gun. Yeah, it's really it's it's one of those things where I I love theater. I love film. I love TV. Mm -hmm. I love storytelling. I love the theatrics of it. But something that invokes fear in me Mm -hmm. actually. It's kind of like putting her hand up to the the burner, the flame. Like I'm like, oh, that's bad. I should take it away. But right. then, of course, there are like such juicy stories in certain things where you're like, oh, I'm in a sacri. Like it's okay. I can put right. the fact that I'm so scared away to really see the good storytelling. So right. I'm okay with that. I mean, I think, but I had to like watch the movie <laughs> I'm in. I yeah. had to watch it during the daytime. Oh, oh my god, that's because so I was. Funny. Could we freak you out? No. With. No, yeah, I like with it. With film of a person like reaching towards a burner. Just <laughs> yes, slow. you actually could. Don't. Oh. If you put the right music in it, yep. maybe. I learn. No. <laughs> I, I actually learned something about you today. I had no idea the side of you. Yeah, I just don't. You know what? It probably, it's a lot. I don't. Anyway, it's okay. I, I, could, I could go on about I it. I think, though. She's literally like, I'm open, like squirming you, in her chair. Oh, no. I like now I'm determined to like convert you that's okay i <laughs> because the other part of i it see a too, little gal date here coming where you so. go galentine yes. yes so like the other thing about it too especially when you're dealing with content online is that you have to connect with people on um relatability topics it has so, to resonate it completely. has to resonate so what like so for example i did a sketch a vine sketch where it was about two roommates and um one of the roommates used up all the tampons of the other roommate that is horrifying yes yes and then the roommate got mad i've been guilty of that so many times you have, get right? out of here mark 
the roommate gets <laughs> the roommate gets mad, and then she bends over. When she comes up, we see that she's a demon, and she says cramps, and then she attacks the roommate, and that was it. Six seconds. So it's a relatable relatable topic if Very you're a roommate. So. I think as a non-horror person, you're looking at it like, oh, my God, my roommate did that to me. That is hilarious. And, you know, I turned into a demon yes. for that moment. So then you don't become as scared because you're right. So you're basically if I watch a zombie film but friends of mine are zombies, it may not bother me as yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. Or if they have some zombie-like traits. <laughs> <laughs> I do know people like that, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Okay, Mika's like. Opening my eyes. Oh, there you go. There. You've converted someone. I, oh, I love it. I I'm still so scared, but <laughs> let's okay. watch it at noon. Okay. Um, <laughs> High noon. Mika, let's let's uh, close with this just yeah. in the interest of time, although I genuinely feel that we could just sit here for a while and yeah. just jam. Um, why should people be checking out the stuff that you're doing? Part A of the question and part B of the question is – what do you think you have in store going forward that you're about to unleash mm. that is where the jam comes together? Mm. So, so okay, first question. Um, I think people should check my stuff out because, you know, I, I'm approaching things from a unique, uh, fresh perspective. Um you know, coming from like my cultural background of being Afro-Latina, growing up in a, a religious family, like I'm really like when I approach a story and comedy and content, I'm approaching it from a different voice. And I feel like if you want something new, come check my stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here. Yes. And then the second part of the question is like what I have like, you know, on the horizon, um, you know, I'm really looking forward. I, I made, um, I, I wrote and directed and produced my first horror short last year. Yee! So I'm looking forward to making more horror content um, focused with uh, women as leads, women in, behind the camera, yes. all women crew. So definitely check that out. And, you know, writing more comedy. Like, mm -hmm. I, I love it. Um, hire me. <laughs> yes. You know, I like to compliment so. you for the film. And here's why. Yeah. And I haven't seen it, so I'm not judging one way or the it's other. Amazing. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> it doesn't even matter if a film sucks mm -hmm. or Which if it it's amazing. No, no. <laughs> the the accomplishment of completing a film that actually has a number of scenes in it and, mm -hmm. and, and locations or whatever, a number of actors involved to the process of going through and filming it and completing it is yes. such an amazing thing and oh undertaking, God, yeah. much less doing an amazing film. Yeah. You look at someone like Ed Wood, the famous film director from the fifties or forties or whatever it was that, that made these awful, awful, awful films mm -hmm. um, and therefore became a legend because of it. But, but he did all of them. Yeah. It was such a body of work to have accomplished all of it. So and he's all, actually all one of, of my influences. There you go. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so again, this is not to predict is not good. I'm saying I'm complimenting you on just doing it. Yeah. So um, yeah, you're basically it on the, the budget and Nike of Vine. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> um, so, all right. And how can people connect with the things you're doing? So you can follow me everywhere, Mika Kenya on Instagram, um, Facebook. I'm Mika Kenya. It's Twitter, Mika Kenya. There's only one Mika Kenya in the and world. It's Kenyan. Kenya with an H at the end. Gotcha. Okay. So there, I did check. I, I googled myself. There M I K A. Is no other that is Mika awesome. Kenya. Nice. So that's you can really find awesome. Me. Well, congratulations on all of your success Thank so you. far and the 
uh, early part of what I'm pretty sure is a wider and longer path. So congratulations and good luck. Oh my God, I had one more thing. Yeah, what's that? And I want to promote my new show. It's yeah, called Feast to Locas. It's with my co-host. She's in the, the peanut gallery right oh, now. Oh, she is the peanut yes, gallery. Yes, we talk about <laughs> yes. we talk about all of the things our mothers told us that were wrong. <laughs> and we work through our generational trauma through comedy. So, What's the name of it again? Feast Two Locas. Okay, where there can we find Donde Están These Two ah, Locas? We went on, hey. Yes. You can find where? us right now. So we are taking advantage of IGTV right now, yes. which I think is going to be the new wave. So we have we have it on IGTV. Great. Uh, Feast Two Locas. Perfect. And we have a Facebook. So I definitely want to. All right, everybody check out to These Two Locas. <laughs> I love it. I do. Anyway, uh, I don't speak Spanish, so that's, that's as close okay. as I get. Uh, congratulations. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it is time for end of show food with our friend and producer, Elsie. Are you ready, Elsie? All right, we'll be right back. It might just be what Melania uses to drown out the sobbing. This is Funny People Talking. All right, welcome back. We're here not only with Mika Kenya, but it is time for end of show food. That's Thank right. You. It's time for end of show food. And the way this works, Mika, is Elsie uh, has gone out into the world and found something interesting. She searches high and low for interesting things for us to try that we probably have never had. And uh, sometimes they're really crazy. Sometimes they're more regular. We'll see what she's got today. We have no idea what she's going to... We have no idea what she's going to give us. Frankly, end of show, and, uh, tell me that. And the key here is that we will only eat it when she tells us that she's ready for us to <gasps> eat it. And... Perfect. And... When we eat it, we have to rate it based on a rating system of chickens. The number of chickens that you would Ooh. give it, it can be any number of chickens that you choose mm. that it's out of. So it could be, you know, 99 out of 100 chickens if you want or whatever. Okay. Um, and then that'll be it for the for the show. So tell us, Elsie, what do you have for end of show food? Um, I have a crunchy snack. And I think you guys were talking about you liked puffed things earlier. That was me. I like yeah, puffy cheese. you guys cheese. talking about it? All right. Well, there's no cheese involved. Sorry. But uh, so this is um, vegan Rob's. These are puffs. Yeah. Specifically Brussels sprout puffs. Mm, Brussels sprouts. Yes. Which, which, by the way, when I was a kid, I couldn't stand those things, but I kind of like them now. They're trending. Me and do you know what? I Speaking of your quinoa that you were eating earlier, yeah. I had Brussels sprouts for dinner tonight. Plus, also, I have had Brussels sprout chips recently, so mm. I can't believe right. this well. strange... I know. Way. So I need to read all this stuff on the bag. Before you do, just um, <laughs> Elsie and I recently had these quinoa puffs. Yeah. Oh my are they the hip- spicy. hippos? Hip- uh, do you hippos? remember, Elsie, what brand hippos. they are? Um, Earthbound, I think. I don't know. But oh, they are they're so addictive. Like, yeah. Anyway, so what do we okay. got? So these are um, gluten-free, non-GMO, uh, certified vegan, kosher, and zero trans fat awesomeness. So I hope they taste good. So Wait, air, I need a, I need a picture air? of them. So we're about <laughs> to eat. It's okay. Air with a hint of Brussels. 
But they didn't spell it right. B r u s s e l s. I know. Well, is maybe it, is it real Brussels? Maybe they're it's, not real Brussels. I don't yeah. know. But vegan Rob, right, get it together. Pop them open there. They spelled I'll see. it right let's on see. the ingredients. This let's, is very the ingredients. Strange. It's right. All right, let's see. What we got. I'm ready to try Brussels sprout puffs. Boom and boom. Eat it. <laughs> Ooh, delicious. Okay. All right, Elsie's going around the room putting oh, a little bit great. of Brussels sprout puffs on a I napkin will have a for puff. everyone. You know, this is my jam. And uh, and everyone in the peanut <laughs> gallery it. gets them too. Oh. I only got oh, we two do it. puffs. We can do it now. That's it. I get two puffs. What, what the hell? Thank okay, you. so the smell. All right. It's kind of garlicky and zesty, did which you, I wasn't. Did you start already? I'm so sorry. Without yeah, Elsie I gave Mika permission to start, too. Are we going to do ASMR? Okay, Elsie, tell us to start. Oh. But I'm, I'm so sorry. Her. I followed yeah, I'm gonna go in my time machine. Never mind. One, two, three, go. All right. I like it. I like it. I would love a beer with this. Yeah. Like uh, instead of um, bar nuts, you could have Brussels yeah. sprout puffs. A good pale ale. These yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Okay. Already, this is a vast improvement from yeah. the Brussels sprout chips that I've yeah. had. Like this is really. They're gluten free too. I think you may have mentioned. These are yeah. good. Okay. I like. Them. I'm ready. He's making right. a face. Um, Danielle, how many? How many <laughs> I'm chickens? I'm gonna give it 78 out of 78 chickens. Really? Yeah, right. I absolutely Perfect score. love these. Yeah. Perfect score for Danielle. Perfect a very score. rare, rare thing. It's rare for me. Yeah. Mika, yeah, how many? How many? I mean, not to copy you, but these are pretty dope. So I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say 98 chickens out of 98 chickens. Yes. What? A solid yes. A minus. No, yeah. no, no, no. That's an A plus. Um, Elsie, how many you got? 72 out of 72. Oh, three Yay! perfect scores. But I also want to add, not only did I like the texture and the taste, but I was waiting for there to be a weird aftertaste, and there's no weird aftertaste. Yeah. So Good. Yeah. I'm going to give these 7.6 out of 7.7, .7, and my only tiny deduction mm. is I found them a little dry, and I, I felt I desperately need something to drink, which I have here. But I'm saying I, I, I need something. To, I, I wouldn't be able to eat many of these like on, on their, their own. own. Um, but they're tasty, and I, I agree, no aftertaste. So very, very, very good. What's the brand again? Uh, vegan, vegan Rob's. Rob's. Oh, wow, like good old it. Vegan Rob. And All right, it's not well, messy. Yeah. very good no, job. There's no on... residue or or weird yeah. colors on no, your fingers. No, I love it. They're very nice. Yeah. They they actually do look a lot like packing peanuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <They> really do. <laughs> um, well, thank you very much, Elsie. Good job on the end of show food today. All right. And uh, that's it for this episode of Funny People Talking. A big thank you to our incredible and lovely guest, uh, Mika Kenya. You can thank check her you. out. Check out all of her stuff. <laughs> you definitely want to check it out. And um, thank you for listening. You know how much we appreciate it. Um, and you can show us how much you appreciate it by a little rating and review on iTunes if you're so inclined. But uh, even if you don't, we still love you and thank you for listening. So that's it for this one uh, for Elsie. Bye, Elsie. Bye. <laughs> Danielle. That's me. Wow, Brussels sprouts were delicious. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Yeah. I'm Mark Rico. We'll see you next time. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. We know you like it, but do you like like it? This is Funny People Talking. This has been Funny People Talking, a production of Mouth Media Network, copyright 2019. 
No portion of the content may be reproduced or published without the strict written permission of the producers. Connect with our show at at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. I'm your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening. This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.